0: Lights, camera, we're going live. Learn the ins and outs of live events from today's top business leaders and how to make yours epic. Here's your host, Aaron Smith. All right, welcome to this very first episode of Epic Live Events. I'm Aaron Smith, and I am so happy you are here listening to this because this is a project that I'm really excited about a little bit of history. I am the owner and founder of The Starters Club. This is not my first go-round in business. I've been starting and selling businesses now for 12 years, if you don't count real estate. And then I have a real estate business I started, God, almost 20 years ago. I can't believe I can say that. And it was late 2015 where my husband put the bug in my ear to do my own event. I had been attending a ton of events, I loved events. I loved what they stood for. I loved meeting people. but being in that room with a huge event, I just never dreamed I was event worthy. I you know you always have that fear of, well, what if I put on an event and no one shows up? And you know I just I always convinced myself I'm not there yet to do an event of this size. And so when when JJ first, gave me that idea. I was like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a details person either. I'm the girl who refuses to have a large wedding because I could care less about linens. I just want people to get together and have a good time. So there was that whole details thing, too, I had to uh, think about. But I started to think about the idea and I realized I wanted to do it. I had done smaller events. I had helped JJ. He's a chiropractor and I helped him put together some events for his chiropractic business, he does some teaching, and just kind of learn the ins and outs of, of smaller scale events. I had run a networking a networking group here in Dallas where we did monthly talks, so I would hunt down speakers and get them on stage and do all that. So I had a little bit of experience, but nothing at this caliber. Well, long story short, I put the idea out there, some things happened, and ended up with an event, and not just an event coming up, but in three months. And not thinking straight at all, one of those months happened to be over Christmas and New Year's. So you really don't get a lot done over Christmas and New Year's if you're trying to get people to call you back, uh, including speakers and sponsors. But I pulled it off. I landed uh, sponsors like Southwest Airlines, City of Frisco, had just under 200 people there. And it was harder than I ever imagined. So many moving pieces. It's a very lonely road. And you've got a lot of people who will come out of the woodwork to quote unquote help you. Uh, I can do a whole nother episode on that. You realize real quickly uh, who your friends are and who aren't. Let's just put it that way. Uh, who want something from you and who who don't, who are truly there to help you. But it was it was an incredible experience and something, if there's one thing I wanna tell you about an event, if you're on the fence about doing an event, it puts you at a caliber and at a stage that it I'd never dreamed of, right? So I've written books, I've started companies, I've sold companies, I've had, you know, on, on the outside, some success in life. And this was by far one of the things where people, because the first time I ever did an event, people were laughing at me, told me I was crazy. Uh, I like that kind of thing, I am a little crazy. Um, and that's what drives me. I'm crazy when it comes to business. There's things that I do that probably most people wouldn't do, but that's what I love. I love thinking outside the box and and taking risks. Now, I didn't know if I was going to be a year two. I was exhausted. I was tired. I was more stressed than I'd ever been. I'm surprised I have any teeth left, to be honest with you, because I was grinding them every night and I was doing almost all of it by myself literally from the website development, to the marketing, to the speakers, to the little details, to the hotel negotiation. I was doing everything by myself. Uh, I literally, the week before my event, I I met the, the guy who was gonna help me with my production. I had no idea you needed lighting and I knew you needed some sound, but I figured we had it covered. I mean, it was just, it was insane. And the fact that I pulled it off was a miracle. Well, the second year, I got got this bug. I wanted Robert Hirschbeck. I wanted to go for someone big and I wanted to put myself on on a, a higher scale. I wanted people to take me more seriously. Yes, I pulled off my first event, but I wanted to just really put myself out there even more. So I finally convinced myself, yes, to do a second event and to do it much bigger than I had initially ever dreamed. That was hard. Now, the good news is, there was a lot of success in that event. I uh, doubled my attendance. I tripled my sponsorship money. I So the good news was there was a ton of success to that. I increased my numbers so dramatically when it came to uh, attendance and when it came to sponsorship. I doubled my attendance, tripled my sponsorship dollars. It was it was incredible. I got um, Transamerica on board, We WeWork, uh, Spaces, which is part of Regis, the city of Frisco again. Uh, Robert was the most amazing experience ever. And because I had taken on a lot more, even though with all of my increases in so many ways, I didn't have the profit margin that I'd hoped. Now, I am one on a fault of my own perspective. I sometimes look at the wrong picture, right? I sometimes look and and not look at the numbers of growth, but look at the numbers where I didn't do so well and I focus on those. And so I was looking at the wrong things, thinking I had done something wrong. Once again, almost doing this all on my own. I had more team behind me helping me, but still pretty much a one-man show Not pulling in the right people on advice and and just seeing where how others were doing things and where other things where others were doing things, so I thought I was on the wrong path when it came to events. People were like, "This turned out amazing. Uh, Let's plan next year. Let's do this." And I was like, "Yeah, okay, but are you sure this is good?" Now, again, why I got to this uh, this podcast was because of this moment in my life. So I luckily after the event was invited to a mastermind where I got to talk to other event planners. And it was so eye-opening because I realized I wasn't doing bad, I was actually doing really well. I realized I was on par for great growth and giving up now at that point would have been detrimental to me. And I learned so much about the things A, I was doing right, but B, also the things I was doing wrong and how could I improve those and get and fill and help more, you know, fill the seats and and help more people and get the right speakers, get the right room, get the right sponsors, all of these moving pieces to an event that I had had no idea about just because I had been doing this so much on my own so as, as much as I was doing right there were still, still things I needed to improve and I got really passionate about events because I love talking about them I love seeing what others do and the starters club side of me after hosting a podcast for gosh how many 140 some episodes I think I was at um I was like, I want to record a podcast about this. I want to talk to people, whether it's masterminds. uh, It has to be strategic to your business, right? So whether you're doing masterminds, higher end masterminds to the large scale events, I want to know how you're doing them. I want to know how it aligns with your business because this is a very resource intense thing that you're taking on. And when I talk resources, I'm talking time and money, whether you're hiring that out or doing it all yourself, there are more moving pieces than I ever imagined. And it's worth it, though. That's the thing. I never dreamed I'd ever want to do another event after my first one. But after that day, oh my gosh, it just all became so worth it. And that's when I got the bug to do it again. But you've got to Figure out how you're going to get that time. Where is that time and money going to be worth it? Because if you're doing it just for fun, you're going to lose a lot of money and a lot of time. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't know about some of you, but I know I can't uh, sustain that for very long. And we're all here to do a business. But I wanted to learn how they're aligning it with their business. Where, how are they making their money back? How does it become worth it? But also the details, the little things, how they're doing to build this up. Uh, you know, some of the people I've talked to do it really well where they build the community first, they get the community involved and then they build their event behind that. Others, you know, the event is part of that community builder for them and it can work both ways, but you know, how do you do that? How do you want to do that? How do you get the ambassadors behind your event to help build your event and all of that? So this is what the podcast is going to cover. I'll be talking to, um, you know, all these event planners really in understanding that. And this was just a great, this is something I wanted to do because so many people now want to quote unquote, pick my brain in helping me plan their event. And this is just going to be a huge library of other event planners doing it so many different ways. That's the cool thing about an event. It is not a one size fits all way of doing things. There are so many ways of how you can, produce an event and really make it fit into your business help build your yourself you can do it as a way to build yourself not just as a business but as a speaker that's you know one of the reasons I got into it too it was like hmm you know I could go and chase down all of these event planners and try to get on their radar and hopefully they'll notice me after a few years and start putting me on their stage or I could create my own stage and put the people I want to be associated with on that stage and guess what I can do it that way and uh, it's going to save me a lot of time. Um, I don't know about effort because putting on your own events, a lot of effort, but that's a whole other story for another time. But this is where Epic Live Events was born. So I hope you enjoy this. I hope you get a lot of value out of it and we'll be offering ways to help you grow your event business. Whether, like I said, it's small masterminds, we're going to be talking those too, to large scale thousand plus events, a thousand plus attendee events. We'll be covering it all here on this podcast. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. And we would also love a reading and review wherever you are. We'll, we'll take it to let others know what you think of your podcast. We truly appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Hey, it's Erin from the Epic Live Events. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Now, I would love to help you with your live event. And how we're gonna do that is by offering you our free live events budget worksheet. Listen, events take a lot of resources, whether it's time, money, or a little bit of both. Uh, you've got to figure out a way to really utilize this in your business to make your money back. So this spreadsheet has both sides, the different costs you may potentially have, how you can fill those in, you can just you know, fill in whatever number, estimates, call some people, get an understanding of what it may cost you to put this event, or different ways. Um, you can save some money. And then, of course, on the other side, how are you going to make money back? Are you going to sell at the event? Are you going to sell tickets? Are you going to get sponsorship? Are there going to be different things that you can utilize in order to begin to make your money back? And this is a spreadsheet that will help you kind of, I'm a spreadsheet girl. That's how I think all the time. But this will help you really start putting the concept to paper. Or how can you do better in your in your next event? And you know, really make sure that bottom line, because as much as I would love to do events for free, I can't, like it's it's a resource heavy thing, but I promise you so, so worth it. So you can find that, you can go to our show notes over at epicliveevents.co, that's C-O. You can also get it in the notes of this episode or jump over to bit, bit.ly.ly slash epic underscore budget. Again, that's bit.ly slash epic underscore budget. And you can grab that, like I said, for free start the planning. And I'm telling you, it's so worth it. Every single bit. Thanks so much for listening to this episode with your host, Aaron Smith. We'll catch you next time.